Hi, we're the Rices. We've been married for 12 years. We have six kids from the ages of nine to zero, and we're full of passion to raise a household that serves and honors the Lord. And we want to encourage others to do the same. podcast this week. We're back. We're excited to share another conviction of ours with you. We're going to be talking about our personal devotion time and marriage and family and the busy life that you guys know that we live and that is the draw to us in our American Western culture and how we really fit that in. And our conviction really is that we must be studying the Word of God. And because it's a conviction that we have, we have also the determination to support one another in that conviction. And I think that is make or break for me. (laughs) Yeah, make or break. So think about it. So many times you hear conversations in marriage or in family and there's always a desire for time with the other person or for the other person to do what you kind of want them to do. But because we share this conviction that we have to be studying the Word of God, we have to be spending time reflecting on it, and we have to be spending time in prayer every day, then those things, that becomes a priority for us to promote that time and and allow that time and support that time for each other in in the course of a day. And I'm just going to bring up a topic right here in the beginning of this podcast that is a very needed discussion and very popular um, question that I get a lot. And that is, how do I help my husband specifically Mm -hmm. become the spiritual leader of the family? Now, this is a twofold answer, right? And Darren will answer that it has to be a conviction of the husband. He'll get into that in a minute. But for me, for the spouse, for the wife, how can you help your spouse become the spiritual leader? Well, first, always prayer, right? We should Mm -hmm. always be praying for our spouse. But this is the second key thing that I think is so helpful to helping your husband become the spiritual leader of the family. And that is finding a time or supporting them in having their own spiritual growth moments of the day. Huge. Huge. Because listen, I mean, our husbands are amazing and they work and then they come home and I stay at home. Exactly (laughs) though. Exactly. You come home and the wife who has been in the trenches with kids, you know, it's like, here, here, take the baby, you right, know? Yeah. And yes, that's needed. And I'm not saying we're not a team here, but I'm saying right. if we have that be the MO, right? The norm always is I'm time spent, I'm tired, you know, then wh- how is your husband being fueled up? with the word of God to be able to Mm -hmm. put it back into your family. And I know, Darren, you do such a good job. Like, you know that you can be fueled up in other times. It doesn't have to be right when you walk in the door. So you're always happy to take the baby, always happy to be a support. But But as a wife, you can't have it both ways. You can't have, oh, every waking minute that my husband isn't at work, he's at my side being my helper or, like, doing everything with me. Mm Mm-hmm. And 
be wanting your husband to be the spiritual leader of your family. Like there has to be time during the day that's carved out that's not necessarily taking away your husband's sleep time or different right. things that are critical. Like I know that I run on about six and a half hours of sleep and, and that works for me. So I can get up and read the Bible before work or I can stay up late and read after everybody has gone to bed. And sometimes those things work, but it's so mm -hmm. just, it's a huge boost to have a wife that supports my spiritual growth in the sense that she says, Hey, if it's after work or it's in the evening or it's while dinner is getting made or it's whatever the time is that works in the day, take that time, carve it out, read, study, do it, uh, do what you can do to equip yourself for your own spiritual growth and then to lead the family in that, you in those areas. Can't pour out from an empty cup. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta fill that cup up. We just talked about family Bible time. Same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, if Darren, he, he's, um, so great and can kind of lead it on the spur of the moment or whatever. Like if the kids have a question or Noah came up the other day and it's like, can we read through Job? You know, like those type of things because he's already been equipped with spiritual growth in other times. He's able to do that. But as you're getting started, you know, really set aside time. Well, I think that was one of the things we said when we were talking about family Bible time, right? not to get too off track, but <laughs> was that, if you're a husband or if you're the one who's leading family Bible time and you don't know where to start and you don't know what you should be reading or preparing or, or how to answer the questions that come up, you mean you got to be in the word yourself first. That's where yeah. you can study and pray and, and take your time to learn. And then you have the ability to teach. And that kind of comes after that. Right. And so then one other thing we want to say before we jump into the characters um, that gets developed through this is, you know what? We all are on our own growth path, if you will. Right. right. We're on a sanctification journey. And as we go over the tips, as we share some of our heart's convictions like we just did a moment ago. Right. Don't dwell on the past. You know, you can use the past to propel you into the future right. as far as like, okay, I see that didn't work or that did work, you know, but don't dwell on it to where it consumes you from moving forward. You know, um, we say sometimes like, oh, well, I blew it, so right. why am I even doing it, you yeah. know? No, no, no. His mercies are new every morning. Yeah, just because you blew it Monday doesn't mean that Tuesday... You shouldn't try again to figure out where that time is to carve out. And it's, like we said, it's really important for the spouse, husbands and wives, yes, to give that time. Because <clears throat> it's just as important for me to take charge of afternoon chores or whatever it is so that Marissa can step aside and, and have some quiet time in the Word by herself, too. Yes. And, I mean, those of you that are listening, we you probably are in the similar boat with us where you can remember or you can embrace this truth where when you spend time in the word and you are getting into um, prayer and uh, meditating, like re, re 
repeating over and over scripture in your head through the day, you're a different person. Right. You're not the same. And that's because the word of God is fueling you in the day. Yeah, so as we get ready to just talk about some character traits that we're really developing, these I just want to make sure that we understand that these are things that we're working on now too. Yes. These these aren't <laughs> things that we've like got figured out. We're like, well, nailed that one. Now check it off the list. No, these are things that we're working about when we're talking about our character development. These are what came to the kind of top of our minds. So uh-huh. the first one's faithfulness. When we study God's word daily, and spend time in prayer daily, like you were saying, Yeah. then we're being faithful in our walk with the Lord. The Bible commands us to study his word. The Bible commands us to pray. And it's important that we are walking faithfully with him in that way. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a good opportunity to challenge you guys to talk to your spouse about this and see if there's a way that you can evaluate where you're at and set a goal for where you think you want to be. I think it's it's hard to evaluate, especially when the evaluation feels like, oh, I'm not doing so great. But like you were saying a moment ago, that gives opportunity to say, okay, what what can be better? What, yeah. what can we do better? Where can we find another 15 minutes, another 20 minutes in the day mm-hmm. to prioritize that? Because our faithfulness to the Lord really is one of the most important things in our lives. And remember, you're a team. When you're married, you're a team. And so if you come to your teammate and you say, I need some help. Right. Oh, yeah. Can we we come up a plan? It's not showing weakness. Rather, it's showing strength of the team. Right? You're not on your own doing this. You have someone supporting you. And also, you know, I love that Darren brought up, you know, just 15 minutes. You know, start with something that you feel like is manageable and then allow it to grow. Right. I remember someone telling um, me that we need to, like, feast upon the Word of God. And that's so true. Like, we need to have that time to, like, you know, get into it. But also, we need a nibble on it throughout the day, too. <laughs> you, yeah. know, you know, you can have a Bible open in your kitchen, moms, and you just look over at that verse. Or if you're like me, one day my house will be plastered with Hobby Lobby scripture all over the wall. <laughs> and you can recite that scripture and own that truth. You know, right. I have a really great friend who um, has verses um, in her laundry room while she's folding the laundry. She had verses all over the wall. Over, yeah. Or in her bathtub, she looks up and there's like this cork board of people she's praying for. And I just love that because, you know, sometimes as moms, we need to take and get what we can get, right? Mm-hmm. And also feast, but also nibble. Right. <laughs> That's really good. You mentioned this too. That our next character trait that we're really – I think is the highlight of our conversation today is service. And it's the idea that in the context of marriage and the context of our family, we have to take time to serve the other person or serve the family in order to make that quiet time or that devotional time available for the other person. Yeah. And we've kind of said it a few different ways at this point, but It's so important that Marissa knows clear in her mind that all the kids are taken care of and Mm -hmm. the house isn't just becoming chaos or the candy isn't getting fed or whatever it is, you know, (laughs) that that it's not it's not free for all, but it is productive time for the family and productive time for her. And it is the same 
when she does the same for me. Huge difference to just know that your spouse really is from their heart encouraging you to spend time in the word, to spend time reading, to spend time in prayer. Because I know as, as a man, you want to take care of your family. And sometimes it's hard to, to draw the correlation to really understand that being close to God is probably the best way that you can take care of your family. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you, you can't become such a scholar that you neglect every family duty that you have, right? Well, I don't know how you could become a scholar and neglect <laughs> and, family right. duty because it says in the Bible. <laughs> right, to yeah, lead your children, to love your wife, to do all these things, right? So yeah. you would have to be missing it. But I think the big hiccup in the Western church at this point is the opposite, which is men are not being, they're not taking the time and they're not being supported the time necessarily by their families to say, study, learn, lead, equip yourself to lead spiritually the family. And I wanted to give you like a practical tip that comes from me, that comes from my life. Um, For a long time, uh, and in different seasons, because, you know, we have six kids right now, so we've been pregnant lots of times and, um, you know, tired throughout the night nursing. Some things that are important when you're thinking about the practicality of when to choose to be in the Word is that, some, you know, at different times, there might be different things at work. Mm-hmm. In the morning worked for me for several years when I didn't have really little ones. You know, in between my number five and number six, there was like a three-year span. Mm-hmm. And that worked, and I enjoyed that. But then life switched, and life changed. And now I really need to do it in the middle of the day, or I will literally fall asleep reading the Bible. <laughs> yeah, the eyebrow, the eyelids are a little heavy at yeah. 5.30 in the morning, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I say this because... If it's not working, change it. Right. And don't be so um, glued to one way of doing things in your own stubborn nature or whatever it is. Or that just doesn't... because you feel like one thing is the right and dedicated right. way to do it, you know. That's fair. It does say in the Bible, I think in Proverbs 31, that she gets up early and does these things. And so I know a lot of people like kind of own that as, well, that's what I should be doing. But that's, it's not, you know, it's a descriptive thing mm-hmm. it's not prescriptive right, right. right? Did i say that right yeah Sometimes I'm, I miss that. <laughs> no that's that's exactly right okay our last character trait that we really want to uh, tease out a little bit is this idea of encouragement and i just of course from my perspective i would say that as the spiritual leader of the household i think it's particularly in my court to be encouraging marissa to have that devotional time and to be leading that by example. And I say those things very seriously and with a lot of conviction because conviction on myself, because there, <laughs> I think there's always room to be improving in these areas. And, and I would just say that it's very important. And if you, if, if there's anywhere that good, holy, righteous growth in a person's character comes from, it comes from the word. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know, I feel like sometimes in marriages there can be a lot of complaining from one person about the other person. And you unfortunately hear that a lot just 
around the the world or around yeah. the the culture around the neighborhood whatever it is and it if rather than that if you're encouraging their growth and their spiritual growth in the lord man what a better way to just bolster a person's growth a person's maturity a person's character all those things is enriched deeply yeah and i know like i've heard from people they say you know what i alluded to earlier about you know on being unhappy that their husband isn't the spiritual leader mm-hmm. and um i think that people make you know excuses or have a like preconceived notion of what a spiritual leader should look like and if their you know husband isn't making isn't looking like somebody else or whatever but Mm -hmm. what I want to just one more encouragement to any wives listening right now is that pray for your husband pray for your husband um, and encourage him by lifting him up with what he is strong in you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, uh, we go to a church with a fabulous pastor, but not every pastor is of the speaking maturity of our right. pastor. Right. And we've said this before. That doesn't mean that the word of God isn't being spoken by other people. Right. Right? right. I hope I'm saying that right. But, you know. So, like, what you're saying is one husband might be a very eloquent teacher. Right. And and be an eloquent leader of a of a family devotional time. Another husband might lead spiritually the family and even lead a devotion time, but that doesn't mean that he's as eloquent as somebody else might be. But maybe he is better at those one on one relationships, right. you know, like leaning in with his children, you yeah. know. And so find those things that are spiritual. Yeah. Um, leading, they just might not look how maybe another family looks. Right. And I think that another thing that I was thinking of when you were talking about this is that it, it finding that balance as a wife between like you don't want to nag your husband to go read his Bible instead yeah. of whatever he's doing. Yeah. But you so prayer is so important that you just pray that the Lord would give him a heart to study his word. And I think that like we talked about earlier, having a conversation just about like, Hey, where do you think we are in our spiritual growth? Uh Or what do you think are some goals that we should have? Or I was, you know, if you're a wife, I was really thinking about trying to pick up a Bible study again and read whatever it is. Is is there one that you would be interested? Something like that. Yeah. Then, then you set the groundwork to be able to say something encouraging to your husband Uh that doesn't feel like nagging but that is encouragement because it's accountability like we know we've had a conversation now you're saying hey did you, is, is there time today that I could help you to carve out to do that thing I know it's important to you yeah that's a game changer as a husband because then your wife isn't nagging you to do something she's saying hey I know you've said this is important how can I support you in it yeah and so so important so prayer encouragement and helping them find time yeah, to get into the Word so that they can lead. Right. And so speaking of challenges, yeah. time. <laughs> time is the challenge, right? And as with so many things that we've talked about on this podcast so far, it is just impeccably important that we have our priorities straight. 
And so I would say Marissa and I sit down and look at the calendar frequently mm-hmm. and say, like, we just did it today. We're yeah. like, all right, what's on the docket for this week? What do we have going on? It's it's very important to be able to say, hey, this week's feeling really hectic. Maybe next week we can try to tone it down a little bit. Or maybe next month we can try to tone it down a little <laughs> bit, depending on how far the hecticness is planned out, right? But I'm just saying that that is something that has helped me a lot. Yeah. And it's an area like Marissa loves doing all the things with all the people. I love the people. She loves it. And and it's so good because it's encouraging. It's good for the kids. It's good for the family. But you've toned it down. Yeah. In order to have that balance and that support in the time that the family has. I, I mean, your mother-in-law said this to me once about homeschooling. Uh, she says, you got to be home to homeschool. And I think that's so funny. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we like to school on the road and stuff. But I think right. the premise of that comment was that don't forget your priority, you know? Yeah, because you can easily, like find a different homeschool quote unquote activity to do every day of the week. <laughs> like you go skating one day, you go to co-op another day, you go uh-huh. to another co-op another next thing you know, you're never home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so similar, you know, like don't overpack your schedule before you put in your spiritual time. Have you ever seen that um, analogy or that video where this man has like a, a jar and then he has the big rocks and he has the medium rocks and the little rocks. And if you don't start with the big rocks first, right. you can't fill never the jar. Fit them in. Yeah. yeah. You can't do all the little rocks and then the medium rocks. The big rocks just won't fit in on the top. So what are your big rocks? What are your priorities to your family? Start there, block them out, and then add in the other spaces. Right. And I think the other big challenge, like if we had to summarize it in one thing, would be selfishness. Right? Mm-hmm. It, just taking time in the Word is often time that could be used for something else. Cleaning. Right. <laughs> just get sleeping. <laughs> but I think we would challenge you that find something that is much less important and borrow that yeah. time and use it to study God's word. So if, yeah, the cleaning probably needs done. Teaching the kids needs done, right? But Dinner needs made. Does, but you're a team. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> does social media need to happen? No. Does, you know, scrolling Pinterest, oh, that's me, need to happen? Do you need to fill the Amazon cart? <laughs> Do you need to read the fiction book? Do you Ooh. need to watch the TV? Yeah. So a lot of people ask, I mean, and this is just like a personal conviction, right? A lot of people are like, oh, you watch this sports, that sports. I, I don't have time for sports. <laughs> now I got a lot of things going on. But You I, used to watch sports. I used to watch sports a lot. And I just don't have time for it because it's something that I said, you know, it's fun. I still enjoy it. Right. But it's just real low on the list. Like there's going to be a lot of other things checked off and done before I turn it's on the TV. It's a and small rock. It's a little rock. It's a little sand. <laughs> it goes in last. Oh man, this has been a really good conversation and I hope you guys were blessed by it. If you were, or if you think that this will help someone, would you share this episode and like, and subscribe? We'd love to um, just help get God's word out to as many people as possible. Yeah. And if you have questions about anything that we talk about, like always, you can connect with us. I'm at lead your family on Instagram and she is at raising rices and we would love to just chat and recommend a study that we're doing or give you some encouragement or answer any questions you have 
Um, we always love interacting with you guys. So have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.